Hello and welcome to another episode of Retrospection. In this episode, we've been thrown back into our TARDIS and head into 1993 with the Doctor Who special Dimensions in Time. My name's Colin. Join me. We must pull free. We must succeed. It's a bit late for that. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And my name's Paul, and I seem to have slipped a groove in time. Oh, you slipped a few grooves in time. I have. I fell through a few. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's really hard to say that it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I pulled it off. We'll find out in the edit, won't we? We will. Yeah. TMDB says all of the Doctor's incarnations are in crisis when the Rani creates a time loop in the East End of London in this thirtieth anniversary special. Special keyword there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Stirs quite a lot of people, so I'm just going to do a selection. Okay. Tom Baker. As the Doctor. Colin Baker as the Doctor. Peter Davison as the Doctor. I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> John yeah. Pertwee as the Doctor. And Sylvester McCoy as the Doctor. Kate O'Mara as the Rani. Sophie Aldred as Ace. Nicola Bryant as Perry Brown. Bonnie Langford as Melanie Bush. And uh, Letitia Dean as Sharon Watts. And Carol Ann Farman as. Oh, Carol Ann Ford as Susan Farman. Is there any you'd like to add to that list? Um, Elizabeth Sladen. As? Sarah Jane Smith, obviously. Well, yeah, it's obvious to us, but it might not be obvious to the listeners, Paul. I guess not. And, uh, yeah, the, there's a few other companions in there that I can't actually remember. I think the, 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 the actress that played Liz Shaw's in there as well, in one scene. Right. Playing Liz Shaw, obviously. Yeah. There's quite a few. There's quite a few. They dug a few out, didn't they? They did, yeah. So this yeah, was a yeah. two-part special. Episode mm -hmm. one was shown as a part of Children in Need, and episode two was shown as a part of Noel's House Party, a Saturday evening light entertainment show that was considered to be, and I quote, the most important show on the BBC. <laughs> it probably was, you know, at the time. Do you know how many viewers it got at its height? I dread to think, go on. 15 million. The BBC would, would kill for those kind of figures these days, wouldn't they? On anything, really. Yeah, yeah. And it's the show that uh, gave the world Mr Blobby as well. Swings and roundabouts, pal. <laughs> I always view Mr Blobby as a kind of a horror character. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's disturbing. You have to think, was this... Now, did this take place before Mr Blobby was a thing? I don't know Ooh, the I time, don't know. Frank. I don't know. Because you have to think how lucky that he didn't appear in this. Because if yeah. Mr. Blobby was a thing, I'm 100% sure there was a conversation. Oh, there must have been. There must have been. Especially when Terry Nation said that they weren't going to be able to use Daleks. Let's bring Mr. Blobby in instead. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, they would have been a big round conference table and they would have been going, so uh, do, do you think he'd be okay for the part? And he'd be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And that was just John Pertwee. Well, he was getting on. Yeah. So the original plan for this 30th anniversary was a feature-length movie called Lost in the Dark Dimension. Starring yeah. Tom Baker as the fourth Doctor. However, when the project fell through due to disagreements over budgets, a short charity sketch was conceived as a replacement. <laughs> you can imagine that conversation, can't you? How much? Well, well... Oh, what is the budget? What have we got in our pockets? <laughs> Turn out your pockets, lads. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they all worked for free on this, didn't they? Everyone, from, from the production crew to the actors, everybody did it for free for charity. Okay, but only part one was in Children in Need. Part mm -hmm. two was in a major entertainment show. Are you in... Applying some kind of uh, swindle going on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm suggesting there might be. Yeah. Well, how how would you feel if you sat at home and you're going, ah, oh, I just did this thing for the BBC. I was in the Doctor Who special. I, I didn't get paid because you know it's for children in need. And then they went, oh yeah, part two's on Noel's house party. Yeah, yeah, they got There'd be a conversation, definitely. Yeah, you'd be like, well, what's the number for equity? On the other hand, having seen it, I would also think to myself. You know, I'm really not going to draw too much attention to it, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let it go. 
<laughs> yeah, the, you know. there is another conversation where weren't, weren't you in that? Um, no, <laughs> I was never anywhere near it. I have nothing to do with it. Did you hear that uh, apparently Sylvester McCoy turned up for filming and he was um, slightly hungover from the night before? No, I didn't, was he? That... Apparently he was, he, they'd been out, he'd been out the night before, very hungover. So some of the other doctors, some of the other actors playing the doctor, went to the production people and said, oh, um, uh, give, give Sylvester a lot of the techno babble because he re- he's really good at it and he enjoys it. And he's like, oh. Oh, cheers, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that explains the 14 takes for that one scene oh, yes. where, where he ac- keeps accidentally calling a Sophie. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Well, there's, there's lots of outtakes that we've seen as well, isn't there? Yeah. 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 So, so this special also had a few gimmicks. Firstly, it was in 3D. Why? I have no idea because pretty much only the pointless floaty bits in the Rani ship were... <laughs> making use of the 3D. The rest of it that was just railings placed in front of them or something. <laughs> See Ian Beale in 3D. Thank you. Cheers for that. Thank no, you very much. No, no. 2D is enough. <laughs> it is. It is. Even that's a little bit too much. And I would imagine, though, that those... I'm sure when we go through the episode, no, had, we're going to talk on. about it. If, if it had Martin McCutcheon in 3D, I'd be there with the glasses on, no problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd, be, you'd have the glasses on. You'd still be about an inch away from the screen with the 3D glasses on as well. Six inches, Paul. <laughs> that far? Oh, I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, 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 only, the only bit that I can imagine, we, you, as you say, the floating heads, but they must have been disturbing in 3D because they don't look right, do they? Oh. <laughs> There's no. something funny going on there. Uh, uh, yeah. What, are they made of wax? Are they computer generated? What are they? No idea. No idea. So the other gimmick is that viewers got to decide between two different scenes in episode two through a telephone vote. And isn't the, both the scenes pretty much play out exactly the same? Yeah, exactly the same, just a different character. Mm-hmm. It was either, uh, uh, was it Mandy or something? Something and like that. Big Ron. Big, big Ron. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same scene, but it's either that character or the other character. It made no difference to anything. Made absolutely zero difference, yes. <laughs> no, no. So we should point out that it featured sets and characters from the BBC soap opera EastEnders. Which at this point had been running for, what, maybe six years, seven years? But it was it was an institution even then, wasn't it, by that point? Yes, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a big yeah. deal. I don't know if it's still a big deal. It's still going. It's still it's still on like pretty much every day of the week. Not that I've seen an episode in years, but Well, I've obviously not, but um do soap operas still have that kind of hold over television figures? Uh, I guess so over here. I mean EastEnders Christmas episode is still like in the top five most watched things of the day on T V over here, I guess. So mm, Yeah. But Doctor Who never crossed over with it ever again. I can't think why. Neither can I. <laughs> I think we'll, I think we'll discuss it and figure it out as we go along. But um, yeah, yeah, should have crossed over with Coronation Street. Should have. Yeah, could have been a, a done both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit grim up here. <laughs> I think Colin Baker actually appeared in an episode of Coronation Street once. You know. Oh, I'm pretty sure everybody that's <laughs> in Doctor Who has been in Coronation Street at some point. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right there. You're probably right. Even I've stood in Coronation Street. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> There you go. Good old Granada Studios tour. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly the Universal Studios tour, is it? Not really, but I do. Re- I do remember the New York Street and the uh, American New York car that they had there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the cop car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it authentic, considering that you see that every day now? Uh, well, they've changed, Paul. You mean they're not still driving around in 1980s cars? I was going to say, you, what? You don't live in 1985 anymore, no. do you? <laughs> no, thankfully. Not. Although we are going back that we way. We are. We are. Really are. <laughs> yeah. Going back to Sylvester McCoy, um, I'm wondering whether his his state of mind was in question during this because apparently he stood in the middle of Albert Square and he had a bit of a rant at one point. Oh, about what? Well, I've, Working conditions? I've got, I've, got the, I've got the quote here. I've got the whole quote here. Apparently, oh, he, stood in, nice. Go on. he stood in the middle of Albert Square and shouted very loudly, yeah. I don't understand why those BBC Enterprise people can't get us all together for love nor money. 
But when John Nathan Turner makes a few calls, we're all here with our boots black, doing it for nothing. There must be something wrong. Oh, I don't know. That seems like a fair complaint. <laughs> he's not very happy, though, is he? <laughs> no. Well, he's, he is working for nothing. It's not like he's the only one working for nothing. They're all working for nothing. Oh, you're telling me when you're not work, if you went to work for nothing, you'd be like, oh, it's okay because everybody's doing it. You'd still complain. I suppose, yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, let, let's bear in mind, we're not talking about Tom Cruise money here. We're not talking about actors that are in millions. No. We're talking working actors. Yeah, here. yeah. And I would imagine that when the show was still running, because we should say at this point, the show had been off the air for, what, a couple of years now? Yeah, it'd been cancelled. Yeah. Um, when it was on it, and Sylvester McCoy was, was the incumbent doctor at the time that it was cancelled, how much do you reckon he was making? Can't be a lot, can it? No. 500 quid an episode, no. maybe? Oh, well, a bit more. Well, it was a, no, a bit more. A little bit more. You probably got biscuits. Yeah, right? definitely. You know, liquid lunch. That was all the rage back in uh, 1987 or whatever it was, wasn't it? Got old BBC liquid yeah, yeah. lunch, you know. Yeah. Tom Tom Baker did nine years of Doctor Who doing that, didn't he? <laughs> it, it is a television studio that had its own bar. Uh, I bet they were great days, though, weren't they? I bet they mm. were, mm. yeah. The fact that this is a, a 30th anniversary episode of Doctor Who and a children in need thing, that's kind of a tradition that still goes on today with New Who. They always do a little Doctor Who thing in, in children, because children in need is still a thing in this country. It's still yeah. it's a traditional yeah. thing that happens every year. Did you read that the licensing and copyright restrictions prevent this from ever being repeated anywhere, ever? Yeah, really? I'm sure that's the reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be the reason. Wait, well, why? who would own the copyright? I don't know. There must be some weird thing about it. That maybe it was something to do with children in need or BBC Enterprises. And I, I would imagine that the Doctor Who mm. things are quite complicated. Yes, but didn't it get released on DVD? Or it got it released on home video. Oh, videotape. And, and they've all, yeah, they've all gone now. And it, it's not right. on iPlayer. Mm. You can't watch it on iPlayer. So it's not on the uh, complete collection of Doctor Who that nope. they keep shouting it, about. It's not part of the Hooniverse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you said, Tom Baker came back and it was his first time reprising his role of the Doctor since 1981. And you've got to say, he puts his all into it, doesn't he? <laughs> well, considering they were thinking of a film with him, mm -hmm. and here he just seems to be sat on a chair. He doesn't even get up. Reading the <laughs> script. <laughs> Have you seen the outtakes? Have you re <laughs> reading the... Doing the links for the show. Was that in the video we saw? Yeah. And he's just, he's just, he's not, he, he couldn't care less. Really? I mean, it's not a great part, is not it? Not really, no. And I would imagine that this is probably all he would agree to do. So you think he wouldn't have agreed to a movie anyway? I think he would have agreed to a movie if he was like the main character, yes. But I think in terms of this... Right, and, and there's no other yeah, doctors in In it. terms of this, this is yeah. all he would agree to do. And, I mean, if you right. think back to... The previous anniversary were they when Doctor Who was still going and they made the, the 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 episode, I think it was called The Five Doctors. They had to use outtakes from an unfinished episode for him because he flat out said he wasn't gonna do it. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we should say that this is probably the cheapest Doctor Who ever. thing ever. Ever. <laughs> which which is really saying something. It really is. It really is. Uh, this was also John Pertwee's final uh, live-action appearance as the Doctor. Although I think he did some audio stuff later, but this is the last time. It, you said live-action. He played him when he was dead? <laughs> well, <laughs> he was a good Doctor. I don't want to hear anything bad. Oh, I like, no, I like John Pertwee. Yeah. He's good at Doctor Who. He's a little, he's a little uh, 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 abrasive in the outtakes on, on this. He is a little bit. We'll talk about that, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> As we said earlier that uh, there were supposed to be Daleks in this, but Terry Nation's estate vetoed it at the last minute, which is interesting because I'm sure in the outtakes I did see a Dalek lurking around. Oh, just in the background. Yeah. Would they have been like storming through Albert Square? How would that have worked? I don't know. They're I not... mean, they, and they would have only had like two or something. Oh, yeah. Well, most of the most of the costumes and sets and most of the um, 
Monsters stuff, the BBC had to go, or John Nathan Turner had to go to fans who owned a lot of this stuff and ask if he could borrow it. Because the BBC had either sold off most of it or just flat out destroyed it. Destroyed it. There was no TARDIS I... set. That was gone. That that whole Rani's TARDIS mm. was, was a recreation from someone's collection. Oh. I, I assume they decided to film in Albert Square because... It was cheap. It was a standing set that would be there anyway. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they do film other bits. They film at Greenwich. They do, yeah. And there's a helicopter as well. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. But most of it's at Albert Square. And because EastEnders was going to be shooting there anyway, they could just use it. Yeah, yeah. She's using what's yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah. I, I wonder yeah. how many days it took. A couple of days? I, I, no, I reckon it took seven days. I reckon it took one day to film everything and then six days for John Pertwee's scenes. <laughs> Those outtakes do go on, don't they? They really do. He doesn't even have to do anything. He just has one line. And he's directing the director at one point, isn't he? <laughs> so, I mean, are we going to talk about it later? Talk we'll talk, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Apparently fans voted this the eighth worst Doctor Who story. What are the other seven that are above it? That's what I want to know. Did you not find out? That's a list I want to see. Definitely. I mean, there can't be anything worse than this, can there? Were they counting New Who? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go that far. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, what could be... Oh, now I want to find out. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting find. Yeah, we'll have to look I, into I, that. I... I, I I feel a future podcast coming yeah, on. Yeah, well, we've never... I, I, feel, I feel a future seven podcast <laughs> coming on. We do each one. <laughs> yeah, in reverse order. Um, you have to say that apparently this did raise over £101,000 for children in need. Job done. Yeah, yeah. All done for nothing as well. So, you know. Yeah, um, knock that did you read that apparently they wanted to get either the Pet Shop Boys or Erasure to re-record the theme tune? But both bands said, uh, no, you're all right, thanks. Oh, wouldn't you love both of those? Yeah, definitely. I can, I can imagine the Pet Shop Boys doing it. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Because we do get yeah. kind of a, a funky new version of the theme tune anyway, don't we? For this. We do. We do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, I can imagine them being in it too. As what? Time Lords? Yeah, because they just be themselves in the background. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? Everyone else is in it. <laughs> and apparently, the last thing I, I, I was going to say, not to end it all on a donut, is that this was Ren Wendy Richards' final film appearance before she died. It's actually quite a lot of people's last mm -hmm. film appearances. It's certainly a lot of people's last Doctor Who yeah. appearances, yeah. which is, you know... Depressing. A, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, so we open at, at Noel's house party. We do, in Crinkly Bottom. Crinkly yes. Bottom, yes. Uh, and uh, there's somebody at the door. I mean, it, uh, we can't explain the concept of this. I know there's going to be American listeners who don't understand what Noel's house party is. I suggest you go on YouTube and then gouge your eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing it, <laughs> it is a strange thing to, to ex try and explain, isn't it? You know, it's kind of fun though. I can't say I didn't watch it because I yeah, did. Yeah, I did too. Every Saturday, yeah, yeah. yeah so, we had no lives you know. back then, so you know. Well, I was going out every Saturday, so I guess it's early on Saturday, Ooh, right? Look at you going Wait. out every Saturday. No, most people were you going out too. <laughs> I mean, you're going out alone, but <laughs> you're going out. <laughs> But those special clubs didn't open till late for you, did they? Oh, what, like the, the Blue Moon... Uh, <laughs> Blue, what was it called? What's the one in the police academy called? Gimsters. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so there's someone at the door, and it's John Pertwee. Yes, yeah. And uh, Pertwee says, you know, he's been time traveling. He says, I've seen you in the future in 2010. You're still on TV. <laughs> <laughs> was he? he might have been doing deal or no deal I suppose, yeah i suppose in 2010 either that or i'm not sure oh this doctor's uh he's not quite, he's not quite with it anymore is he <laughs> it may, maybe it's like a back to the future deal it was an alternative it timeline must have been. it must have been 
Yeah. You have to say that yeah. John Pertwee's doing a good job of, of trying to remember all those terrible gags that he's got to deliver in this bit, hasn't he? Because they are terrible. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. They they make they make us look like the height of comedy. They do. They do. So Noel does a little uh, intro for the Doctor Who episode, doesn't he? Yes, and he uh, points out that they're going to be using 3D glasses, which are n- they don't appear to be the red and blue or red and green glasses. They seem to have a clear yeah, kind think, of one. and then a dark I think there's one. some sort of special thing that they came up with, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because when we see it, we don't see the red no. and green no. stereoscopic view. Yeah. Why, is, why is Noel Edmonds trying to, when he's explaining it all, he does it in kind of, he starts to adopt like a weird nerdy voice, doesn't he? Because it's Doctor Who. He starts to talk like this a little bit, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You think he was taking the Michael? I think he was a little bit, yes. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've got 15 million viewers and you're introducing a show that's been cancelled because no one was watching it, you're going to take the piss. I guess so. Yeah. All right. It's fair, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, except we're the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Yes. Yeah. So we, uh, we so it starts. Oh, the yes, yes, mm-hmm. it, it starts. He also points out that you can influence the outcome, which is totally not true. Well, it's all fake, isn't it? Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. you, you can influence the outcome. You can only influence a scene slightly. Well, he doesn't know. He's not seen it before, has he? Yeah, that's true. They, yeah, they go through yeah. the motions of pretending to have been wa- of watching it, but you know, as soon as they cut to that episode. Both John Pertwee and Noel Edmonds are fucked off backstage. <laughs> They're not watching to the, it, are To they? the pub. To the pub, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so we uh, we cut to Kate O'Mara, the Rani, mm-hmm. in her ship. Who's that actor with her? I think he's been in Doctor Who before, and I think he's playing the same character that he played in Doctor Who. But I, he but looks he's, familiar. He's somebody who's gone on to be somebody uh, a known actor in lots of TV, right? I think I, so. I, I, I couldn't find him in the credits, but I recognised his young face, and I, I could see, imagine it older. And I'm like, I've seen him in loads of stuff. In a lot of like um, British crime shows, crime shows, detective shows, yes. and things like that. Yeah, yeah yes. definitely. Yeah. Someone tell us. Yeah, because we can't be bothered. Yeah, <laughs> no, because we can't figure it out. No. Uh, so, um, meanwhile, while they're talking, we get lots of random 3D floaty stuff just to make sure we understand that it's 3D. Yeah, the, the, this is where the disturbing wax heads come in, don't they? Yeah. Do you think that's yeah, what they were? Is... Do you think they went down to like Madame Two Swords and said, "We borrow a couple of your heads, please"? I, I don't think they went as high as Madame Two Swords. <laughs> I went. They went to Billy Bob's Wax Head Museum and just got some stuff from him. Yeah, yeah. The William Hartnell one is particularly disturbing. <laughs> he's got. He's got a <laughs> that face. He's haunted. He's literally haunted. You, you, you're talking about the wax. Version. Oh yeah, not the real. Not the real. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 that'd be rude. It would be rude. Yes. Yeah. Although yeah. he would be haunting yeah. at this point because he's been dead a while. That's true. That's Too true. soon? Too soon? Or, or, or may, maybe he's not because it's time travel. Uh, yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. Although he's not the first doctor anymore, is he? Yes, he is. So, <laughs> yes. Do, do you understand the Rani's um, plot? Um, I, I, I assume that she's trying to collect all the doctors. And take them out of time. Right, yeah. but first she's collecting all the villains. Yeah, as a backup thing. Oh, as a backup thing, yeah, because she's got a a Cyberman and a Time Lord in the little round rolls of the TARDIS. Round rolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got to say, it's the worst glory rolls I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> and you've seen a few. I've seen, what? No. <laughs> Ghost watch. Ghost watch. You've, lo- you've looked into a few. <laughs> When you look into a glory hole, the glory hole looks into you, I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah, that's, you have that on a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to Sylvester McCoy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to use the actors' names because otherwise we're going to oh. be saying Doctor and you're not going to know which haven't, one. Haven't we missed Tom Baker? He puts. Oh, yeah, given, his, given the narration. In front of a blue screen, sat on a chair. Yeah, with more floaty yes. things, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. His narration doesn't really explain what's going on, does no, it? No, he just kind of does a... He sends out like a distress signal to the other doctors, doesn't he? Right, fire some flares. You know, the thing that always bothered me about Doctor Who, right? So he... when Oh, oh this... Wait, 
Oh, this is... Yeah. I didn't know anything bothered you about Doctor Who. So, you always get these multi-Doctor stories in Doctor Who, don't you? Yeah. You do, yes. And I, I get that they call on Doctors past and present to help each other, right? Can, can I just pause you for a second? You know that's all different now in New Who. Oh, yes. That's, that's what I'm saying, but... Okay, go, sorry, carry on. But because it's a show that's run for so long now, mm-hmm. and I get it because it's because it's not real, okay. But right, why doesn't the doc, Why doesn't Tom Baker call on David Tennant's Doctor? Why doesn't the new guy call on Patrick Troughton's Doctor? You know, they 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 always call on Doctors from the past. Is that yeah, what they saying? only ever call on the Doctors that we've seen. So wouldn't it be interesting if they did a, an episode where they called on a Doctor and it was they got a different guy to play a Doctor from the future? We might never see him. He could be a Doctor from way in the future. You know, that would be a way of doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. They've never done that. The only time that I think that they ever brought in a different Doctor was when John Hurt did it in New Who. Yeah. yeah. Ah, interesting. That's an interesting idea. And would it be really cool if they actually spent a lot of time thinking about it and they chose an actor that then, in like two Doctors afterwards, they actually made a that Doctor. That would be great. That that would be something yeah. I could be on board with. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they kept it quiet. Mm-hmm. He's only the Doctor for that episode. And you're like, oh, we're never going to see him again. That's yeah. weird. And then, like, two incarnations later... He becomes the Doctor. And then you're like, oh, and then you do the episode from that end side of I, it. I, it's kind of like what Babylon 5 yeah. did. But. I, I was hoping that that's what they were going to do with that. Um, I don't want to talk about New Who too much, but you remember when they did that Christmas episode? I, Paul, I don't want to talk about it at all. <laughs> do you remember they did a Christmas episode years ago with David Tennant where uh, David Morrissey was in it? And for a little bit in that episode, you thought maybe he was a future Doctor. Yes. But it was a switcheroo, and it was he, he didn't turn out to be. Right. That was what I was hoping they were going to do, that maybe he was a future Doctor, mm. you know. And wouldn't it be great right. if, like you said, they cast him two, three Doctors down the line, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't. That requires planning. It does. It does, yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to this crap. <laughs> How dare you? Uh so we uh, now cut to Sylvester McCoy and Sylvie Aldred arriving mm-hmm. at the Sack in London in 1973. That's right. Uh, it, you can tell it's not really 1973 because nothing's covered in shit. <laughs> That's true. There's no, there's no bags of rubbish piled up outside. Uh, and, and, and the buildings are black. That's true. <laughs> and, and nobody's smoking. That's true. Yeah. 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 But we've got to say... What happens throughout this episode is it just cuts between people. It gets very constantly. confusing. Yeah, it gets very yeah. confusing. It's really hard to write notes about it because yeah. they start a sentence with one doctor and then it instantly cuts to finishing the sentence with a different doctor. Or the assistant yeah. suddenly appears with a different doctor in mid-sentence. I mean, that's kind of a good idea. That is, a, that is an idea. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, can you imagine editing it? Can you imagine being the editor and you're like, wait, I think you've made a mistake here. You've not filmed. <laughs> you're like, no, no, that's it. You put it together, mate. You, you have fun. <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> Fill your boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. The, 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 um, the doctor, he's the, is he the seventh doctor? Sylvester McCoy? He is, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, you're the Doctor Who guru. Hang on. Duh, duh, I'm merely duh. the companion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be. I'm pretty sure it'd be quicker to Google it than to count your it, fingers. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm, good, I'm doing it this way. Hold on. I'm really Take, in the... na- name, name them out loud from the first okay. one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, We've got William Hartnell, Patrick yes, Troughton. Yes, one. Patrick Troughton. Two. <clears throat> John Pertwee. Three. Tom Baker. Four. Peter Davidson. Five. Colin Baker. Six. Sylvester McCoy. So he was the seventh. Seven. There you go. He's obviously going through his hippie phase at this point, though, because he's, he's, that her's going wild, isn't it? He's let himself go a bit in that TARDIS since we saw him last time. Well, he's having fun, you know. He's having fun with Ace. He's having... Well, I was going to say he's having an Ace time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like we're on the same page, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a grubby old band's page, but it's still the same. It is true, that's true, that's true. And, and uh, this is where we get, the, as you said, the first cut, isn't it? Because she, Ace is talking with him. Yes. And then suddenly she's with Colin Baker's doctor. Yes, in Albert Square. In Albert Square. And you've got to say, Colin Baker's costume must have shrunk in the wash. That's obviously the explanation for it, isn't it? It probably has. It's been hanging up all that time, mm-hmm. yeah. not being worn. It's a bit snug. So, yeah, yeah a little snug, mm-hmm. but, you know, who isn't? And his hair's not as crazy, which is weird because <laughs> Sylvester McCoy's is. Well, <laughs> well, maybe that's how time travel works. If you've got crazy hair, it gets less crazy. And if you've got less crazy hair... It gets more crazy. If we time travelled, you'd have a full head of her and I'd be bald. This is true. <laughs> so, so how does the sixth Doctor, Colin Baker, know who Ace is? Well, there's more of that, isn't there? There's, there's worse ones. That happens all the time, on. yes. I Well, isn't there always this like weird... How they get round it in, in these things where the Doctor has some memories of other Doctors? Would you have the memory of a doctor in the future? That's what I don't get. That's what I don't get. No. Right. Yeah. So he'd be like, who the hell are you? (laughs) I was just walking along. This woman appeared next to me. Yeah. (laughs) Calling me professor. Uh, I I might be like, oh, hello. (laughs) I'm Ace. Yes, you are. No, it's Colin Baker, not Tom Baker. Oh, sorry. So then we cut to, we've got, Pertwee and Mel, played by Bonnie Langford. Which which is the worst one, because Mel is way after yes. John Pertwee, because Mel is uh, Sylvester McCoy and Peter Davison at the end. I think so. Right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mel turned up in uh, one of the recent David Tennant specials, you know. Oh, did she? Yes. For no reason other than, you know, member berries. Oh, yeah. They, mm. Yeah. Well, it was an anniversary one, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, she doesn't contribute anything. Was she one that just screamed all the time? Yeah, and and uh, she used to, she was always exercising, wasn't she? Oh, well, that was Bonnie Langford's thing, right? Yeah, and she used to moan she at dancer? moan at Colin Baker's doctor for not for putting on weight. Oh, which which he was. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, and they meet Wendy Richards in old age makeup. Yeah, so I mean, the gag here is seeing EastEnders actors made up to look older. Yeah, because it's supposed to be 2013. Yes, yes. John Pertwee's really yeah. trying his best with what the material is given, though, isn't he? He's taking it seriously. More than any the other he ones is. seem to be. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but I'm not sure this requires seriousness. No, no, <laughs> it doesn't. There's a place and a time yes, for it. Yes, there is. Ah, time. Very good. And, and sick children is not the time for seriousness. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Uh, so the next thing is we, we're in the 1970s and and then it's the same gag but the same two actors are dressed in 70s clothes but are meant to be younger. Right. And isn't it Colin Baker and Barbara? It's this time? Colin and Susan, I think. So Susan. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. she All starts right. freaking out saying, calling, saying that she wants her grandfather and you're not my doctor. Right. How does she know it was a doctor she was next to? Who else is going to dress like that? Well, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, we don't know because she's in 1973. She'd never seen 1973. Maybe, yeah, I suppose yeah. she had. Yeah, I'm guessing that she's still alive. She's Not the actor, yeah. but oh. I think she's still alive. Mm. The character. Yeah, the, that's true. You know, the fact that she's screaming that he he's not her doctor is pretty much what the entire nation did when Colin Baker took over, isn't it? You didn't like Colin Baker taking over? I, I do, actually. I mean, this this is the thing I was going to ask. I suppose now is as good a time as any. Who's your favourite Doctor? Uh, well, I think I, I have to be very unoriginal and say Tom Baker. Okay. But I've been buying the Blu-rays, mm-hmm. so I've seen a lot of Colin Baker recently, yeah. and I've definitely reappraised my opinion of yeah. him. Yeah, I like Colin Baker a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's up there with Tom Baker. Uh, he, I think you have to be called Baker to be <laughs> he's the, the doctor. Thing. <laughs> That's the new rule. Yeah, yeah. He he, he got he got given quite a lot of um, mature stuff to do in amongst the silliness as well in his 
and a lot of his stories. Would you would you say Marta the beginning of yeah, his run? Yeah, not when we're talking about Bur vervoids that look like walking vaginas. Who was the Bertie Bassett? Was that oh, Sylvester well, I think McCoy? That was Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's when we've gone off the deep end. But then he got he had some good stories as well. He did. He did. Uh, the Dalek one was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the Dalek one. Is that rem Remembrance of the Daleks? I think so. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the one in the hotel? That's good. Um, and Curse of Fenric, the one with the yeah. sea monsters, vampire people. That was quite a good one as well. Yeah. I think sometimes, and I don't want to say anything too negative about Sylvester McCoy, but I think sometimes the materially he was given, he wasn't quite there to be able to deliver it in the way it needed to be delivered does sound pretty critical sylvester mckay doesn't, doesn't it i won't be seeing him again at a con no, <laughs> no. no he's not going to be happy with you uh, my, my favorite doctor of um classic who is probably john pertwee i have to say ah uh, all right i do like a lot of john pertwee yeah, yeah. don't you found though that the uh, john pertwee ones are, are a bit too much earthbound because he went, there's that long period where the TARDIS was stuck on Earth. Right? Oh, I kind of like those ones. You like? Yeah, okay. I kind of like they, those ones. They do have, a, they do have a crater mass yes, feel about. Yeah, them. I think that maybe that's why I like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I just kind of like the because he's kind of like a, a the action doctor, isn't he? He's, he's a go getter, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, I can see why you like it. You being the uh, go getter exactly. yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I thought you were going to say that yes, I wear uh, yes. frilly shirts and. Uh, Velour tops and I didn't want to mention that. Although I must say, you're looking very nice today, and I do like that cravat. Thank you very much. I, I work hard on it yeah. for you. Yeah, I want to put a good. A I'm good sure you do. In for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Not sure about the purple cane, but we'll we'll not talk about that. <laughs> How can you see that? Oh, uh, it's the diamond on top. Oh, is, glittering is it protruding? In your eyes. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, they do shine. Oh, it's been. I've just been. They do. Yeah, yeah, between the redness. <laughs> Don't know what you mean. Um, so we are then with Sarah Jane and John Pertwee, which is fine because they did know each other. Right, and we discovered that they've been flitting around in a 20-year time loop, 1973, 1993, and 2013. I I'm glad you wrote that down. Mm -hmm. It's nice to see uh, Sarah Jane, Elizabeth Slayton, wearing her old, 1970s Andy Pandy costume that she used to wear. <laughs> that's right, she does. Yeah, yeah, that's the most memorable costume. It is, and she's still rocking it. Well, not now, obviously. I mean, in yeah. the in the show. You know. yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, I I feel there's a hole you're going to be digging yourself into. <laughs> it won't be the first time. So no. the rally decides to release a lot of the Doctor's bad guys onto Albert Square, right? Right, to attack the Doctor. What, why does she do that? So we flash to Peter <laughs> Davison. <laughs> yes, we do, yes. With Nicola Bryant running from Cybermen. And, and Nissa's there as well, isn't she? The one of Tom Baker's and Peter Davison's. Oh, I, I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't. Nicola Bryant was there. <laughs> <laughs> once, once Nicola Bryant's there, I don't see anything else. Yeah, and the, this is where there's a bit of a chase, and we get some more EastEnders cameos. And Pam St. Clements, your favourite? <laughs> Nothing wrong with Pat. We get a, like a weird dizzying shot as the cameraman just runs around them as they're talking as well. Yeah, 3D, Paul. Oh, remember. is that why? Okay, all right. Yeah, that's why, because I just realised we've not got nothing that makes it look 3D. <laughs> that's true. Pat the heads. Yeah, but yeah, stick something in. And did I, during this chase, they, they run up to this mm -hmm. um, like garden wall thing. And I'm pretty sure that right. Peter Davison literally gives Perry a bit of a backseat bump in one of the shots. Yes, I, I did notice did that. How many times did you yeah. notice it? Oh, I, I wouldn't say more than half a dozen. All right. <laughs> she looks quite surprised as well, doesn't she? <laughs> She does, she does. I do get the feel. I mean, it's not the greatest quality we're watching, but it does look like she's about to start laughing. It does, it does. Uh, you do get the impression that they probably have quite a good laugh with each other, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not as much as, as um, we see later in the outtakes, 
between Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred. They they just look like really good friends, but yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Doctor is cornered by the Rani, and this is where the first break is. Wouldn't you be hate to be cornered by the Rani's? <laughs> oh, do you know I've never been cornered by the Rani's. Looking at your face, I say a few times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely more than a few. Yeah. More than a few. Yeah. So then we're back at Crinkly Bottom with Noel Evans. This is another day, isn't it? Is this another day now? Well, this is where they, they also talk about the gimmick of people can phone in a number to decide who rescues the Doctor, mm-hmm. Big Ron or Mandy. That's right. And John Pertwee's done a bunk now, hasn't he? He's not here anymore. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone, <laughs> he's gone for his elevenses. <laughs> yes. Liquid yeah. 11s is. <laughs> yeah, so so part two is in Noel's house party, I guess, the week after? I guess it was it the, the following Saturday, wasn't it? Maybe. Following Saturday? Unless, sure they... unless the first bit was a Friday night and it was a special bit that they did for children in need. And I, then... That that must be what they yeah. did, yeah. I can't imagine you had to wait a whole week to find out what happened. No, yeah. no it must have been the next day, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or maybe the Noel's house party was part of Children's in Need on Friday night. That's what and I was then thinking. It was yeah. an actual Noel's house party on Saturday that's night. That's what I was yeah? thinking. That's what the, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Sounds logical. Yeah, it does. So then Peter Davison confronts the Rani outside the Queen Vic pub. At, right. at this point yeah. I was thinking, my God, what am I watching here? <laughs> what, what is this? Carry on who? Carry on it is. It might as well be, hasn't it? You know. <laughs> How did the Carry On team never do a Doctor Who parody? Because, it, I mean, it was at the height of it being huge, wasn't it, in the 60s and 70s? Yeah. Yeah, if 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 someone like... Is it Amicus that did the... Mm-hmm. They did, yeah. yeah. They did. If Amicus can do, like, spin-off films that aren't really Doctor mm-hmm. Who official, then surely, you know, the Carry On films could have done something... Not a TARDIS or anything, but something similar. Do you think that maybe... It could be could have been a problem with the BBC not allowing, you know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Who? Oh, uh, I knew you were going to ask this. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been the Doctor, the assistants, easy. Assistant Jim Dale, Barbara Windsor. That that's that's a given, yep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's a tough one. That you know, Jim Dale was uh, touted as as possibly being a Doctor at one point. Totally see yeah. that. I would waver between Kenneth Williams or Sid James. Yeah, yeah. I, I would go with that. Mm-hmm. You could, I suppose, have him start half the film Regenerate. as Kenneth Williams and then yeah. generate into Sid James. Oh, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? And then the com- the comedy could be the way that Sid James looks from Kenneth Williams. Yeah, yeah, that would work. The way he acts, That yeah. would work, yeah. yeah. You'd be, if you had Daleks in it, you'd have to give them all camp voices, wouldn't you? Yes, yes, they would all sound like Charles Hartree. And Charles Hartree would play Davros. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drunk. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just have your various little sub-villains and stuff could be played by the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Bernard Breslau, obviously, cyber leader. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. K- Kenneth Connor. Mm. Um, Kenneth, Kenneth Connor is your guy who gets you he, he works with the villains and gets them the stuff you know the master oh Kenneth Connor's the master that's an interesting cho- no sorry Hattie Jakes is the master oh yes forgot, I always forgot about Hattie Jakes yeah yeah. Hattie Jakes is the master mm-hmm. definitely yeah, yeah. Peter Butterworth where would, we, where would we put him then yeah, we're running out of characters. Actually, there must be a way of doing this with all of them. I'm pretty sure Peter Butterworth actually played a character in an episode of Doctor Who in the 60s with William Hartnell. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, would it? Because they must have been mm-hmm. you know, working actors, didn't they? So. I think he played a character called the Mad Monk or something like that. I think he was a monk right. or possibly a time you know lord or something. We need to write this and we'll do it. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> No, we'll do it as a radio play. <laughs> we'll play all the parts. We cut this, cut this out, but we'll do it as a radio play. We'll do all the parts. <laughs> yeah, no, we should do that. Let's do it then. All right, we'll do it. That's our next special. <laughs> God help them. <laughs> yeah. We'll get sued by the BBC. Yeah, well. we'll call it Carry On, Carry On Doctor. Can, can you do it, Carry On Doctor? That's been done. <laughs> There's <laughs> actually a film called Carry On Doctor. <laughs> Can't get away with that. <laughs> we'll have to think of something else, won't we? Car- yeah. Carry On Time Lord? 
Carry On Who. I did think... I mean, Carry On Who seems to be the best yeah. one, right? Mm -hmm. With a question mark at the mm -hmm. end. Or, or if you want to move it the other way, right? Uh, who's a Carry On? Actually, that's not bad because that differentiates it from mm -hmm. Who's a Carry On? Yeah. Again, question mark at the end. I still reckon we could knock something out better than those terrible... Uh, carry on christmas specials that we both watched over the festive period i've still not watched the last I one i started it and i couldn't i just couldn't as it doesn't get any you know, better and we love carry on but my word yeah, but, uh, <laughs> very poor but by that time it's the only people in it are the people who are just desperate for work yeah yeah i mean the first one's pretty pretty good it's fun you know yeah i like the first yeah. one and that's why I was like, oh, I, that was good. I bet the second one. And then I watched the second one. I was like, oh, Jesus. And then I watched the third one. I was like, weird. oh, my God. The weird, isn't it? It's all those speeded yes. up moments that with everyone eating really fast and running around like a yeah. Benny Hill sketch or something. Very strange. But that was um, Talbot Rothwell. He got sick writing it during the writing. Mm -hmm. And so it had to be finished by somebody else. It shows. Yeah, it does. So... We then cut to John Pertwee with, and this is where we see his old companion Liz Shaw, as well. Yes, yes, and isn't Peter Davison trying to summon up his remaining cells? Yeah, they're doing that um, mind thing that they can do. Right, which right. there is a precedent in Doctor Who for. They didn't just invent it for this. Oh yeah, I won't want this to be <laughs> <laughs> the greatest crimes. Oh, we've invented something just for this. That, yeah. And then, then we get the brigadier drives up. He does, he does. Um, Takes Pertwee per to the TARDIS, but then we flash cut to him boarding a helicopter with the older brigadier, and then it's Colin Baker. It's it's very confusing. Brigadier yeah. takes it in his stride, though, because he's the brigadier, obviously. Mm -hmm. Obviously, yes. He's uh, old school, isn't he? Definitely. Yeah. We also get to see Bessie as well, don't we? The car that John Pertwee used to drive. We do, yeah. They dragged that out of mothballs, yeah. didn't they? Or, or, or should I say, someone had a replica of it that they borrowed, possibly. <laughs> you know, That's probably yeah. more likely, yeah. Yeah, so as you say, when it lands, the, it's, it's Colin Baker, the, the helicopter. They, they really struggle to deliver their dialogue over the noise of those rotor blades, don't they, in the helicopter scene? Yes, they do. I get the impression yeah. that neither one of them can hear each other. Probably not, just saying mm -hmm. the lines and when the other person's lips stop moving. Do That's your right. line. That's right. It's, is it, that is how we do this podcast. What, you just look for me, my lips to stop moving, do you? Yes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> then we get a scene with Lala Ward turns up, doesn't she, as Romana, briefly. Yeah. With, with the Mitchell briefly, brothers. Yeah, yeah. Yes, who turn up in their lockup, and they're like, who are you? And she's like, I'm looking for the doctor. Doctor Leg, oh, he's at the other end of the square. And she says, Doctor Who? And we, we all do. laugh. We all laugh, don't we? You've got to say, though, that, that um, Lala Ward's got, like, she's got, like, 30 seconds of screen time. But I wonder where you was going <laughs> yeah, with that yeah. sentence. But she's got more screen presence than either one of these two. <laughs> these two actors. <laughs> Are you not a fan of the Mitchell brothers? Not really, no. Not really. No. You've not, not been a big EastEnders fan, were you? Not really, no. No. So, soap operas generally are just not EastEnders? Um, well, don't think you like soap operas? No, no, no. I, I did Dynasty and... Well, sorry, Dynasty. Oh. And uh, Dallas and the Colbys. And did you do those because of the great plots or because of, of uh, Heather no. Locklear, Emma <laughs> Sams? Well, I mean, they helped. You know, okay. You know, All right. They helped a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, But no EastEnders for you. It was on. It, I mean, my parents watched it. Right, right. But EastEnders and Coronation Street, no, thank you. Mm. As you would say, Colin, I'm out. Yeah. So then we cut to a little scene with Mike Reed, <laughs> being Mike Reed for two seconds. Oh, yeah, because uh, someone gets pulled into the Queen Vic pub and mm -hmm. he says, I've seen him thrown out of the Queen Vic, but I've never seen him dragged in. <laughs> and we should say Mike Reed, um, for anyone that doesn't know, he was he was a... Big comedian in the seventies, wasn't he over here? Yeah, wasn't he a blue comedian? He was very blue. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't mean he was a smurf. No, I mean, I he was like his jokes were usually ended up here, dirty jokes, yes, right? He, he was, he was a little bit blue. He was something blue for the dads, you know, that kind yeah, of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. We cut back to Sylvester McCoy. Remember him? We have, <laughs> he, he was, at the, he was at the top of the episode, wasn't he? We haven't seen him since. Yeah. Oh. And he's with Leela. 
who's wearing more clothes than we've ever seen Leela wear in her entire life, I think. That's progress for you. You know that Louise Jameson said, I'm coming back, but I'm not wearing that loincloth. Yeah, I mean, that's fair yeah. enough. <laughs> and she knows who he is. Again. Yeah, yeah, again. Don't know why. I mean, I can understand the Time Lords knowing who the assistants are, but it's weird the assistants knowing who the Time Lords are. It is. It is. It doesn't make any sense. And Sylvester McCoy does look like he's struggling through his lines at times, doesn't he? Which makes sense when we watch the outtakes afterwards because he is struggling through his lines. (laughs) Well, the the scene that they've got is pretty complicated. Yeah, and in those outtakes, isn't he got... He's got it all written down on a scrap of paper that he keeps pulling out of his pocket. Oh, yeah. I I guess he has, yeah. Yeah. Kind of knows that. Well, Nobody got a script, did they? They got a script on the day. I got the feeling he had other work on as well, because it sounded like when he was talking off camera, it sounded like he had a job that he had to go to. That's right. Yeah, it did sound like he was talking about how he had more work on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did. Doesn't at one point he turn around to Sophie Aldrin and say, I'm going to need some drugs to get through the night. Yeah, which made me think he was doing uh, theatre at night yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense. We see K9. We do. Great moment. Love my canine. Yeah, I know you do. And um, so it kind of ends here, doesn't it? Where Sylvester McCoy's doctor and Ace come up with a plan to free the other doctors. Uh, Yeah, to use the two time brains around his computer and to propel her into her own trap. (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, caught in a trap. No way out. (laughs) I'm glad you wrote that down because I didn't have a clue what was going on. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what I said explains what's going on, really, but we'll leave it there. Will it be here? Uh, and then it just ends. <laughs> it does, that's it. There's no, yeah. there's no like epilogue, there's no little scene with the doctors all flying off together in their different TARDISes. It's just done. No. Nope. We're done. Done, yeah. Uh, and then this is where I watched the, the raw footage of the, um, of the filming. Is this where you watched it as well? Yes. Yep, yep. So you got all the outtakes of various scenes that took place. And some scenes we didn't see. That's right, yeah. You, and you get a mixture of like, people fluffing lines and um, props going wrong. And John Pertwee getting rather cross with everything and everyone. Just for that one scene where he has to say like one line and they can't get it right. <laughs> and he's really rude to the, the woman, th- who's the, the actress that's standing next to him as well, isn't he? That's playing Liz Shaw. Yeah. He, he doesn't even manhandle the, her at one point and move her. <laughs> yeah. One, one thing made me laugh where the, uh, the director was, the camera's been, and he goes, and Q. And the sudden he went, wait, do you mean action? Is that action? <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, oh yes, yeah, sorry, sorry, John. Yeah, I meant, so sorry. It's like, well, on the one hand, you're like, yeah, okay, it's supposed to be action. But on the other hand, you know what he meant. <laughs> He's a professional. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't, if you don't say action, I don't come alive. Yes. Which is how you work. I'm not sure I ever come alive, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this is where we get, we see the, there's lots and lots of outtakes of, um, Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred and doing trying to do that last scene, isn't there? Yes, yes. Because um, they're at a table collecting items and Sylvester McCoy has to put all these like computer parts onto Sophie Aldred's abs. Then they have to walk while they're talking and then enter the TARDIS and shut those bloody TARDIS doors that do not want to no, shut. No, and it's all in one shot. So it, it, you could get everything perfect, but as soon as you walk into that TARDIS, if those doors don't close, you're fucked and you've got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is tiny, and you can hear him inside the yeah. TARDIS. And this is where a lot, complaining. This is where a lot of the times he calls her Sophie, isn't it as well? Right at Do, the end. At one yeah. point, doesn't she say? You hear her whisper to him in the TARDIS. Goes, I think you called me Sophie. And he went, Oh, did I? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, and then when they're at the beginning, you can see like a production person trying to shut the TARDIS doors, and they don't shut <laughs> no. for him, and he's not got anything to do but <laughs> no. shut those doors. It's like, oh my god, fix the, the doors. The last time they do it, it does actually go perfectly, doesn't it? The, the last shot that you yeah. see. But um, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's interesting seeing all that. It's more interesting than the it actual yeah. show itself. Yeah, that that is true. You, you do it get is. a sense, though, don't you, looking at all that, that pretty much everyone involved thought that this was just a pain in the ass. 
Yeah, it's just one of those things that you have to do, I suppose. Although I, I guess you don't really have to do it, but I guess it wouldn't look good if you turned down children in need. I, I think that's the only reason why Tom Baker agreed to do his little bit. I imagine the EastEnders people had to do it because they're probably under contract. Yeah. It's probably a BBC thing, but yeah. the ones that have quit Doctor Who, they don't have to do it. No, no. But yeah, that is the end of it all. Yeah. So, Paul, <laughs> how are you going to say whether this is a hit or not? Because it's not really something... It's not a pilot for a TV show. It's not an ep- actual episode no. of a TV show. So is this really something that we can say a hit or a miss? How are you going to define it? How am I going to define it? Well, I was I was going to say this is really a whole lot of nothing, isn't it? <laughs> really? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's just thrown together at the last minute. The, the actors and the production people, they, they're doing their best with the meagre drippings that they've got to play with aren't they you know i like the doctor who people Mm -hmm. i like the concept of it being like edited the way it's edited that would make that would be really interesting as with a bit of money behind it yeah that is a good idea so i like all that and if they ironed out some of the weird like how do assistants know the doctor if you sorted that Mm -hmm. out i like that but it just looks so cheap It, it does um i mean the fact that the bbc felt that this was the best way to celebrate 30 years of Doctor Who, which was an institution at this point. They'll do worse. <laughs> they will do worse. But it's just insulting, isn't it, to everyone? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's nice, see, like you say, it's nice seeing the old Doctors together and all the old companions. Mm-hmm. Assistants, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Mr. Politically Correct. <laughs> Uh, no, wait, I was just thinking that. I'm a, is assistance the right word or is companions the right you can word? Go Are we not allowed to say one of those? You can go either way. It doesn't really matter, does oh, it? Oh, okay. The EastEnders stuff ranges from pointless to embarrassing and back to pointless again, doesn't it? It's just... Oh, you, you could have just used the EastEnders set and not had any EastEnders people in it, and you would never have known. No, no. It, it's kind of... It is pointless. It's kind of a, an insult to the word story to call this a story. Oh, yeah, it's not a story. It's nonsense. <laughs> a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I suppose yeah. it was a success in as much as it raised money for a good cause, and it did. Uh, and I guess it brought Doctor Who back into people's minds. I mean, it didn't achieve yeah. anything. It didn't was it a good thing? Come back as a was show. Was it a good thing that it brought them Was back? it a good yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, it probably reminded people, oh, yeah, that was shit, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> because, That's why it got cancelled. I mean, it must have been a worrying thing that, that people watched this and thought that this was a reflection of of the show itself. Mm. Yeah. Imagine if this was the first time you yeah. talk, oh, Doctor Who, I've never given it a chance, but I think I'll tune in on Saturday night. And... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big EastEnders fan. <laughs> well, there you go. It, it might <laughs> so work. So let's see if this Doctor Who exactly. works. Uh, um, was Michael Grade? Michael Grade was the person who cancelled Doctor yeah. Who, right? Was he still head of the BBC at this Possibly, point? Possibly, and if he was, this could have been him getting a final boot in, couldn't it? Yeah, I don't yeah. know whether he would. I guess, I guess he was asked. I'm pretty sure Colin Baker wouldn't have permission. been involved if uh, Michael Grade was still controller of BBC. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. We'll leave that one there. Yeah. But as far as anything else goes, the fact that it raised money is pretty much all you can say about it, really. I mean, Tom Baker had the right idea, didn't he? He got involved by doing nothing. I mean, he doesn't even get out of his chair. I know. You know? <laughs> I can see why you'd like that. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's woeful. And to think that this could have been the last the world ever saw of Doctor Who. Yes. You know. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, it's not even a miss. It's just nothing, is it? <laughs> no, you can't really define you can't. it. You can't say it. It's just not fair. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, I don't... Re- I mean, I must have watched it when it... Uh, I think I did as well, yeah. But I'd, I think, yeah, I like you, I think I, I had the glasses re- and everything. And... Yeah. Did they come free with the I radio so. times? Oh, you had to buy them, right? I, no, yes, I think you did have to buy them, yes. You, you had to buy them because the money went to children that's in right. need. That's yeah. how they raised some money. Wait, that's how they raised that money. That money you said raised for <laughs> Doctor Who wasn't for the actual show. It was buying the 3D I glasses. I suppose people ringing in as well to vote on the outcome. On, the, uh, on your overpriced yeah, chat line. exactly. Yeah, I suppose that did it as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's bad. It's bad. I'm, I'm glad we didn't invite yeah. Yvonne and Andy back on to talk about this, although they probably, 
<laughs> it probably would have been uh, interesting. Maybe they like it. Maybe they do. Maybe they'll tell us. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we've upset them mm. deeply. Well, they'll they'll never come back. No. no. Mm. But yeah, dreadful. Well, see what you dreadful. did. Dreadful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, that's the end of this episode. Good start to 2024. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do next, eh? What, what other stuff are you going to dredge up from the vaults? Oh, you know me. I'll always find something. That's true. You will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with that, almost sounding like a threat, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening to us. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. And don't forget, you can vote and like us and wherever the normal social media people hang out these days i don't know x no the, the people now <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, thank you for listening goodbye bye yeah.